Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Philly Sedam, your host James Seltzer. It is Monday, April the 13th as we get back at it after the weekend. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend and I hope everyone is staying safe, staying healthy. Um, obviously, as we talk about, we are in the midst of this new normal right now and um, hopefully everyone is, is taking care and, and being careful and um, getting through this okay because uh, obviously we know how tough it is and that's the point of what we're trying to do here, obviously, a baseball frivolous in the grand scheme of things compared to what's going on in the world, but certainly can provide a lot of fun and a distraction and some entertainment when needed. And certainly now seems like a time for people to need a distraction and need some entertainment. So um, that'll be the goal here as we continue this week doing our Mount Rushmore series last week. After doing the Mount Rushmore of Philadelphia Phillies players, we also did the Mount Rushmore of catcher, first baseman, and second baseman. We'll continue all the way around the diamond, back to pitchers, managers, and continue to have a little fun talking about the sport we love. You know, we, we love baseball. That's why you're listening. That's why I'm talking. And uh, I miss baseball. And obviously we're hoping that baseball comes around this year, that we get a chance to actually watch some. But for now, we'll continue to have fun going back and remembering some of the greatness, some of the fun times and, uh, and some of the best of the best to ever do it, and uh, that's the point of this series here. So let's dive in. It is uh, obviously today moving on to third base, as we have done one half of the infield. We'll do third baseman today, shortstops tomorrow, and round out our infield over the next couple days here. Third base, I think a little bit easier than the last couple positions in the sense that there are a couple you know, surefire guys who are going to make the list, and then... Um, I think it's a smaller group to pick from. Ultimately, I think when we come down, you know, kind of go through the names here, there might be a few more names than Catcher had. But in terms of the true contenders, the true people who are likely to be on this list, um, I think it is a, a smaller list of real true contenders for those four spots and some of the other positions. Let's let's dive in. We'll start with a couple older players who are not going to make it, but we may as well give a shout out as you know go through. I don't think. That they will be on the uh, Mount Rushmore, but home run Baker, 
Home run Baker, a third baseman from way back in the early 1900s. John Franklin Baker. Um, amazing. Home run Baker played at a time where his nickname is Home Run Baker, and yet he never had more than 12 home runs in a season. What a different world and a different time they were living in. Um, home run Baker, three-time World Series champ, four-time AL home run leader with 12 and 11 and 10. Those were the numbers. Um, a Philadelphia Athletic and New York Yankee. Um, 307 career average, a Hall of Famer. Um, but again, he is not someone who's going to make our list of the all-time greatest third baseman, the Mount Rushmore of third baseman, though. Um, and, you know, I think as we're going through, you want to you cover all the bases and talk about everyone, make sure everyone gets mentioned. Another person that we will mention that will not make our list too a little bit after Omar Baker was Pie Trainer, Harold Pie Trainer. Great nickname, of course. Pie Trainer, a, a great career, 320 career hitter. Um, played uh, his entire career with the Pirates, managed for the Pirates after, two-time All-Star, one-time World Series champ, Hall of Famer as well, elected in 1948, Pi Trainer, a, a great player back in the day, but also someone who is just getting a mention here. He will not be on our Mount Rushmore. They're, those are really the only two super old-school um, guys. There's no Rogers Hornsby-type guy at third base, or as we'll discuss tomorrow, no Honus Wagner-type at third base. Um, so we'll move forward a little bit. We'll go from older to newer, but um, really a, a great era for third baseman coming up. We'll get to that in a sec. First, I think there are two names, really one name um, from the you know mid-tier years there, the, the 60s, 70s type of time. There's only a couple names, um, 50s, 60s time, um, of players who are going to make this list um, and have a chance to be on the Mount Rushmore, but they have a real chance to be on the Mount Rushmore. Certainly, Eddie Matthews. Of course, uh, played for the Boston, Milwaukee, Atlanta Braves, all those teams, the Astros and Tigers for a little bit, but really a brave majority of his career, career played with Hank Aaron. Um, a 12-time All-Star, a two-time World Series champ, 512 career home runs, a member of that special 500 home run club that we've talked about so much that certainly used to me more than it does now, but certainly um, when he did it, it mattered. Um, Eddie Matthews is a great, great baseball player, a Hall of Famer, a no doubt about it Hall of Famer. Again, a 12-time All-Star, two-time World Series champ. Um, again, played with Hank Aaron. Um, I think that Eddie Matthews, someone who I think when you think about the greatest third baseman of all time, is, is a name that always gets brought up. You always get there, but maybe not given quite as much credit as he probably should be, um, partially probably because he played with Aaron at times as well, but... Um, no question, Eddie Matthews, not only a, uh, a name we have to mention, but a real chance to make the Mount Rushmore. I think when we come around and, and make our decisions at the end of the show, I think Eddie Matthews is a real chance to be on that list as Matthews, a, a truly great player for a very long time, the best third baseman of his era without a doubt. And I do think that matters too, you know, when you're looking at trying to compare eras, trying to compare players from eras and stuff. I do think that matters, and uh, he is someone who certainly was the great of his era. The other guy from his era who played longer than he did but also has to be on the list, I think many people believe the greatest defensive third baseman in the history of baseball, that Brooks Robinson, as those are the two guys from that era, the 50s through the 70s, really, um, or, you know, early 70s, even though Robinson played for 22 years, a 22-year career for Brooks Robinson, his entire career, playing with the Baltimore Orioles, that's pretty special. The numbers, when you look at Robinson, you, 
you don't think about the the offense as much, but he did have almost 3,000 career hits, 2,848 career hits. He was an, get ready for this, an 18-time All-Star. Brooks Robinson made the All-Star team 18 times. He was a two-time World Series champ, the AL MVP in 1964, World Series MVP in 1970. Can't And, and just for those who haven't been listening to the, the Mount Rushmore series so far, the way I'm making these decisions is based on a number of factors. Obviously, the numbers, their, their career numbers and whatnot, but also their legacy, the hardware, the all-star appearances, the MVPs they won, this, that, the, the World Series they won, even though obviously that's a team thing as much as anything. All this stuff goes into the hopper when I'm factoring this, and, and Robinson winning both a, an AL MVP and a World Series MVP certainly matters. A 16-time gold glove winner, 16 times. Many people feel the best defensive third baseman of all time. Uh, Hall of Famer 1983 got in on 91.98% of the vote. That is something you, back in those days you didn't see a lot of. Um, Brooks Robinson, just a no doubt about it, terrific all-time great third baseman, especially when you talk about the defense, nicknamed the human vacuum cleaner. Mr. Hoover was another thing people called him because he was just so dominant defensively. Brooks Robinson, another guy, both those were the only two from that era who make um, the, the discussion, so to speak, who have real chances to make, but I think both those guys are, are front runners to make it. I think they have a real chance to be on the list when all is said and done. Brooks Robinson, a, a just a amazing, amazing, amazing player, so really deserves to be in the discussion. The next era, and again, part of it segues with the end of, of those guys' era, really Robinson because he played so long, but um, kind of more you know, the 80s, so to speak, as we, you know, the, the crux, the heart of these guys' careers. Um, there are four legitimate, legitimate contenders. There are a few names that you want to mention, too. I don't want to take anything away. Look, Dick Allen was a little bit before this era. I think Dick Allen was maybe one of the great baseball players, uh, you know, most underrated baseball players. Um, deserves to be mentioned, but he's not going to be on the Mount Rushmore. Ron Santo was a little bit before the guys we're about to get into. Um, Hall of Famer. Another guy who deserves mention, a nine-time All-Star, five-time Gold Glove winner, played his entire career in Chicago with the Cubs and then ended with the White Sox. Um, you know, it was never quite the offensive force that some of the other guys were, but 342 career home runs. Ron Santo deserves to be mentioned. He will also not make the Mount Rushmore. And then another great fielder from a little bit before, Greg Nettles, a great, great player, but also someone who just not quite at the level of some of the other guys we will mention, but did have a great career, was another one of the people who was considered one of the great defensive players of his time, a six-time All-Star, two-time World Series winner, um, but not at the same level of the guys we're about to mention, but I do think those guys deserve to be at least mentioned in the discussion, but they will not be on the Mount Rushmore. It's really four guys from this next era who I think all have a chance to make it. One of them's on. I mean, we all know Mike Schmidt's making the Mount Rushmore. Uh, spoiler alert. But we'll get into it. But we talked a lot about Schmidt on the Mount Rushmore Phillies. We talked about him as the great third baseman of my lifetime that I'd seen when I did that list. Mike Schmidt, the best at his position in the history of baseball. It's the one Philly we could say about he's the greatest third baseman in the history of the sport. 548 home runs. His 548 home runs, the most ever by someone who only played with one team. He hit 548 home runs with the Phillies and never hit a homer for anyone else. The most that anyone's ever done that. A 10-time gold glove winner. A MVP three times. A World Series winner. Mike Schmidt has all the hardware, all the pedigree, all the numbers. Mike Schmidt is a lock to make 
or Mount Rushmore, but he, there were a few other guys, three other guys really, who, you know, his era and a little past who have to be in discussion and have a real chance to make it. Like, even if I just said these four guys at the Mount Rushmore at their basement, it wouldn't be that crazy. But um, I think the next most obvious name and a guy who has, also has a real chance to get there is, is George Brett. George Brett, a, uh, a brilliant, obviously, third baseman for the uh, Kansas City Royals, played the majority of his career at third base, um, just an all-time, all-time great player, played 21 years in Major League Baseball, all of them, for the Kansas City Royals, 1973 to 1993, unbelievable. George Brett finished his career with a 305 career average. 3,154 hits, threw in 317 home runs, because why not? He was a 13-time All-Star, 13 times. He won the World Series in 85. He was the AL MVP in 1980, ALCS MVP in 85. He even won a Gold Glove Award. That wasn't quite Schmidt defensively, but one of the great hitters uh, of our time, certainly in my lifetime, one of the great pure hitters. Um, almost batted 400 over the course of a season, batted 390 the one year. Um, uh, inducted in the Hall of Fame with 98.2% of the vote in 1999, which is, that's something. You know, that means something. Now, granted, he did play a little first base, and a little designated hitter later in his career, but George Brett played the predominant amount of his time in baseball as a third baseman and is an all-time great at that, you know, as a, certainly the bat. All-time, all-time, all-time great hitter. And I think it's a real chance when we get to the end here. I think George Brett's going to be one of the names who, you know, we really consider putting in that Mount Rushmore at the end. So far, I think we have four real deal candidates with Eddie Matthews, Brooks Robinson, Mike Schmidt, George Brett. That could be the four, but we got other names to consider. Let's move on to another guy from that era, the George Brett, Mike Schmidt era, a little bit after those guys. Um, but played, obviously, during their, their era and, and a big part of it. Uh, Wade Boggs. Boggs, a 17-year uh, career. Wade Boggs, this is unbelievable, finished his career with a 328 lifetime average. Pretty freaking impressive. A 328 career hitter. 3,010 career hits. 12-time All-Star. Won a World Series in 96. That obviously wasn't a big part of that. Uh, it was on the Yankees there, got the ring, but didn't really play a huge role. Won a couple gold gloves, eight-time silver slugger. He won the AL batting championship right for this. He won the AL batting championship five separate times. Obviously a Hall of Famer, Boggs, one of the great hitters in the history of third baseman. Um, 12 straight all-star appearances at one point. Just a hell of a career and someone who certainly is in the discussion for the Mount Rushmore of third baseman, just a um, really an all-time great player, uh, a great all-time great hitter, certainly of our lifetime, one of the great hitters of our lifetime, and um, again a 3.28 career average. That is just unbelievable. It is hard to hard to put that into context when we think about the type of players we watch now. You know, the type of hitters we watch now. Um, just how unbelievable that is like just how unbelievable it is that he played as long as he did and ended up with a 328 career average it is just almost hard to believe it's hard to believe that he was that successful hitter for that long period of time really just a amazing amazing career for Wade Boggs and and really has a chance to be uh be on this list here he is someone who who could get here he is a, a real contender for this 
Um, another one who uh, played the vast majority of his games at third base until he DH'd a bunch. Uh, also played second base, first base. I think that, you know, if we're going with the heart of this and, and talking just about third baseman, Paul Molitor has to be mentioned. Um, Paul Molitor, just a brilliant career, but ultimately I think in the end might not be put above the last three guys we mentioned because um, played 788 career games at third, but uh, played 396 at second, 196 at first, and then 1172 as a DH. So I think that when you ultimately look at Paul Molitor and you judge him, you have to judge him more as a DH than anything, which is a shame, but really a, a you know has to be mentioned. He did play a lot of games at their base, a 306 career hitter, 3,319 career hits. That is legit. Um, obviously played for the Brewers for a long period of time, won a couple World Series with the Blue Jays, was a twin at the end of his career, seven-time, won one World Series with the Blue Jays, excuse me, seven-time All-Star, one-time World Series champ, was the World Series MVP. That year, four-time Silver Slugger obviously went on to be a manager as well. Um, and I thought a, a solid one, even though it didn't work out for him, um, was inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2014. Paul Molitor certainly has to be mentioned. He is on the list. He has to be discussed, but he is not likely going to pass those other guys just because of how much um, he played those other spots. Now, when we get to the Mount Rushmore of designated hitters, I think there's a good chance to see Paul Molitor there. Another guy. From the next era on here that, that has to be mentioned similarly like that is Edgar Martinez. Martinez, a Hall of Famer, started his career as a third baseman, ultimately went into the Hall of Fame as a DH. So you have to put him as a DH and not a third baseman, but Edgar Martinez certainly deserves mention. All right, a couple more names, um, really uh, a couple names to mention that are not going to make the list as we move into the more you know current slash recent Era here is there are two more guys who have a real chance to make the list, but I want to mention a couple guys. Scott Rowland, um, borderline Hall of Famer, great player, uh, obviously a former Philly. Mentioning the name, but he's not making the Mount Rushmore at third baseman. I think we all know that. A-Rod didn't play enough games at third. We'll get to him tomorrow when we talk about shortstops, as he played the vast majority of his games at shortstop, but certainly worth mentioning. And look, the guy now who we talked about as the best third baseman in baseball the last few years, Nolan Arenado, a heck of a great player, and you know on a Hall of Fame type of career path, but certainly... Not at the Mount Rushmore level yet. There are really two more names that we have to throw in. And right now, it's a real, it seems like a five man race. Eddie Matthews, Brooks Robinson, Mike Schmidt, George Brett, and Wade Boggs, really the five names. But both of these guys can make it and legitimately should be talked about it. Um, we'll go from older to newer, even though both pretty much the same era for the most part. Um, and we hate to do it. I mean, I hate the Atlanta Braves, don't get me wrong, but. Chipper Jones might be on the Mount Rushmore at third baseman. He's certainly in the discussion. Chipper Jones, a, a terrific, just a terrific player. We all know that. We all hate him for it. But ended his career with a 303 career average and 468 home runs. That is a rare combination of batted ball ability with power. You rarely see guys with that high career average who have that many career home runs. It's very, very impressive. Obviously, he spent his entire career as a Brave. You respect that. Eight-time All-Star, World Series champ in 1995 when they beat the Indians, was the NL MVP in 1999, a two-time Silver Slugger, made the Hall of Fame with 97.2% of the ballot a couple years ago, um, MLB batting champion in 2008. Just a great player. I mean, Chipper Jones was a, a great, great, great player. 18-year career, was in the game for a long, long time, um, and still batted 303. You know, really just a... A wonderful baseball player, and the fact that he was a brave, you know, you hate him, it bugs you, 
Um, but he is uh, someone who absolutely has to be discussed. If we're going to talk about the best of the best ever at that position, he's in that discussion. He's fairly in that discussion. Um, maybe defensively not quite the level of some of the top-tier guys we've mentioned, but just a real stellar career and um, someone who deserves to be mentioned. And um, it has a real chance. So that one of the real six candidates to be on this list. And the other one, also a more recent player, um, you know, just uh, just retired recently after a 20-year career, Adrian Beltre, one of the all-time great third basemen and, and really has to be considered for the Mount Rushmore, ended his career with 3,166 hits and 477 home runs. This close to being another member of that elusive 3,500-plus home run club. Um, but... Just a miraculous career. Four-time All-Star, five-time Gold Glover, four-time Silver Slugger. Was um, the model of consistency year after year after year after year. Never won a World Series, but got there. Um, obviously, a couple times with the Rangers. Had a great end run with the Rangers. Was at the Mariners for a few years. The Dodgers before that. One year with the Red Sox. Um, just a great career. You know, anytime you can get three over 3,000 hits and almost 500 home runs, you've had quite a long, illustrious career. And was one of the best defensive players in the game as well at his position too just a true blue stud defensive third baseman really the the best third baseman of the last few years without question as um especially consistency wise just year after year after year after year you really knew what you were going to get from Beltre and just consistently with someone who was going to play brilliant defense and be an offensive force for a team and was really the best player on those Rangers World Series teams that didn't get over the hump but um it wasn't the fault of Adrian Beltre, as he really was a, a great, great player who probably doesn't get the credit he deserved. He will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, again, over 3,100 hits. That is not an easy thing to do and was a, a brilliant defensive player as well. So certainly in the running. I think that now when we go through this list of third basemen as we just have, I think that, you know, it really comes down to those six guys for me, and, and there are some greats other than that, but it really is Eddie Matthews and Brooks Robinson of the older crew, Schmidt, Brett, Boggs, Chipper Jones, Beltre. It's really those seven guys, excuse me, not eight, uh, seven guys um, really fighting for four spots. Now, Mike Schmidt's got a spot, so so let's decide the others, as we said. Mike Schmidt is on the Mount Rushmore of third baseman. Lock it in. I feel very good about that. Um, I also think that you got to put Eddie Matthews in there, the old school guy, 512 career home runs, um, as we said, like a you know 13 time All Star. I think Eddie Matthews and Mike Schmidt make my list. We've got two more spots to go, and I think one of them goes to George Brett. Again, uh, you know, did play, gets dinged a little bit for a little first base DH at the end of his career, but played the predominant part of his career as a third base and one of the great hitters of our time, as we talked about. I think. I think we get Schmidt, I think we get Eddie Matthews, I think we get George Brett. I think those three are in. And I, I know it's tough, it's close, and I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth on some of these, but I think those three, Schmidt's a lock, Eddie Matthews a lock, and I think George Brett a lock as well, one of the all-time great hitters. And then it comes down to that last spot, and it comes down to um, Brooks Robinson, Wade Boggs, Chipper Jones, and Adrian Beltre. I'm going to take Adrian Beltre off the board, a great player, but Chipper I would put above him. Um, and I'm going to take Boggs off the board. Boggs, a great, great hitter, but I think defensively not quite at the level of some of these other guys. It really comes down to Brooks Robinson and Chipper Jones for me. And I think that when you look at the history of the position, and we're talking about third baseman here, I think it's got to go to Brooks Robinson. I mean, the best to ever do it defensively at his position. 18-time All-Star, as we said before. An MVP, a World Series MVP. I think 
I think that really matters. And I think that when it comes down to Brooks Robinson and the history of baseball, when we think about third baseman, I think people are more likely to think about Brooks than about Chipper Jones just by a little bit. But it is, I think, the right decision. So here it is, our Mount Rushmore of third baseman in the history of baseball. Mike Schmidt, Eddie Matthews, George Brett, and Brooks Robinson. I feel pretty good about that list. I feel very good about that list. That is a a good group of guys and a good group who can, you know, could could do both sides of things, offensively, defensively, just so much talent on that Mount Rushmore. And um, I feel good with this one. I feel good. I, apologies to Chipper Jones and Beltre and some of these guys who were close, but I feel good. All right. Um, this, uh, this is fun. I'm enjoying doing the Mount Rushmore series. We'll continue it tomorrow as we will dive into shortstops. And then we'll round it out the infield. Then we got left, center, right. We're going to do righties, lefties, pitchers. We'll do some Closer action, some managers. There's a long way to go for us to ultimately come down to the Mount Rushmore of baseball, which is the track we're headed on. And we'll have every position done. So I think we're cruising along here. And I, I really appreciate everyone taking the time to listen. Again, I hope everyone is staying safe, staying healthy, and um, finding some ways to, to kind of cope with everything going on. And hopefully distraction and entertainment and stuff can be one of those things that helps people get through these tough times. So, um, again, uh, our final Mount Rushmore of third base and Mike Schmidt, Eddie Matthews, Brooks Robinson, and George Bratton. I feel pretty good about it. All right, tomorrow we are back with short stops, so um, that should be fun as well. Until then, thank you so much for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.